You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, many say it's the offseason, but nay, they'd be wrong. We've done this before. We've gone through this. It's not a, even a slog. It's going to rapidly go past. Just like the season went flying by, so will this offseason. I guarantee you the portal is only going to add intrigue. Um, mm. Hypothesis mm. is only going to add intrigue. We're going to hear names shooting in and out all the time. Uh, this podcast is for fan by fans. We don't really get into guru stuff because we're not gurus. That's the thing. No. And Daniel, this just in, no one's a guru. Oh, there it is. Okay. There it is. So we uh, are the uh, same as everyone. We're nobody is what I'm saying. Um, but we do talk like fans talk, which is why you're here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're all the podcast, glad you're along on this ride. Hit subscribe on the YouTube. Follow us wherever it is. Uh, Stitcher on Apple Podcasts, where it is. Give us a five-star rating and review. That would be much appreciated. Let the know, people know where we are. You can also follow us, Dogs Podcast, the Twitter handle. Mm. Uh, love to interact there with you. Mm. Leave comments into the YouTube section and start yelling at all the Bama and Florida fans <clears throat> who have no, who just have no lives. I did say Florida and Bama fans, so that was implied. I mean, some of these, again, we say this all the time. We do not have time to respond to all the comments and Thanks be to God that we don't. But some of these, some of these folks on here, Clint, are we? It's bad. It's special. Daniel, it's it's bad. It's There's just no other way to say it. It's bad. Um, today we're um, going to talk about offseason offense. We're going to look at the offense. We're going to project who needs to show up next year, knowing hmm. what we now know, who's coming back, who's leaving, who's already gone, all of those things. We're going to break it down. We're going to give you names each segment, <clears throat> who needs to step up in the offense. Yeah. Uh, so without further ado, Daniel. Yeah. Who's lot, the name? A lot of people, a lot of people have, have uh, concerns about the offense. Let's just say, uh-huh. all right, we've, we said on the podcast, we think um, the offense is going to be fine next year. Um, I, we, I, in fact, we, do I think it's going to be excited. Fine. About the there offense. You go. That's right. Um, people do not agree with that assessment. But they're not. They do not agree. Now, some of you, I'm sure, do. Um, but whether or not you think the offense is going to be good or bad, there will need to be players that will that will need to play well. And yes. so um, we're going to get into. I've got a couple names, and I know Clint's got a couple names. People that he that he wants to see step up. I'm going to start with the position group that we're not going to talk about. And I'm going to explain why I'm not going to say Stetson Bennett needs, or any other Georgia quarterback needs to be a person who steps up on this Georgia offense next year, because whether you like him or not, whether you think he should be the quarterback of Georgia or not, whether you think that Kirby smarts intentionally sabotaging his own team, by okay. starting him, or or you're not a crazy person, whether there no, no matter which group applies to you, um, Stetson Bennett is a known commodity, yeah. right? You know who he is. Do you know how you know who he is? Because he's shown you who he is over 
and over and over again. And that is both with some of the the less than ideal things that he's done and with some of the more than ideal things that he's done. When Stetson Bennett has played teams that um, are not named Alabama, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he has played exceptionally well across the board 100% of the time. Do you hear what he said? He didn't just say he's played okay. He's played enough to win exceptional. He's played well enough to dominate those games. And that's why Clint and I predict that he's going to do that every single regular season game of 2022 because Stetson Bennett is a known commodity. And so does Stetson Bennett need to play to a standard? Yes, he does. Does any Georgia quarterback need to play to a standard? Absolutely, he does. But that's not the guy that needs to step up for the Georgia the way, offense you, to really go. Do you know the standard he has to play up to, Daniel? It's it's the standard that he's set. He, he's okay, set so you're the standard set. That's to right. which he needs okay. to play to. But the defense was really good, so he didn't complete those passes in the national championship game. No. The no, defense was very game. good, so he did not throw bombs for touchdowns in the national championship game. He did not do that because the defense was good. Okay, we're not going to be talking about Stetson Bennett and the Georgia quarterbacks. We're going to be talking about the players around the Georgia quarterbacks who need to perform well. That's what we're going to get into. Like I said, Clint's got a couple names. I've got a couple names. For the next two segments, we're going to break down who all those people are. Uh, But just in case you were holding your breath waiting for the Stetson Bennett talk, we thought we'd get it out of the way early, uh, early and often here. Um, early and often, just get it out of the way. If you don't know us on this podcast, we are succinct and we get things going, cooking mm. in a hurry. Mm. That's how we roll. Yeah, that's correct. Um, not a hey, lot of wasted time on the podcast. No, not speaking of which, this is it. The putt to win the championship. If you sink at the championship of yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets, outdated finance software, To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite, Daniel, I'd like to have you know, uh, is the number one financial system to power your growth. I knew you would. Um, M-Dubs, you listening? Get off your spreadsheets. Get over here. Uh, Visibility control your finances, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. You can automate your processes and close your books in no time while while staying well ahead of your competition, 93% of surveyed businesses increase visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses have already used NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash locked. All right, Clint. Um... You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, first name on the list for players that need to step up. Uh, players that need to step up. I'll, I'll go first. And it's a name. I'm not even going to mess with the receivers. I'm not going to name you Brock Bowers because what's he going to step up to? Going from the best tight end and receiver in college, all of college football to the best? I, he's already there. Like, it's just hard. When you've ascended mm-hmm. the mountain, you can't go higher than that. Um, look, I need this cat to play lights out because it's going to, we talked about this offense needing to run a little bit more, including Stets 
with that. But Kendall Milton, um, I need you to step up in such a big way. And I know we got day we got Edwards, who's we love. We we love him to death. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting sure. some guys back. I know we got some receiving threats out of the backfield, Kenny McIntosh. But Kendall, there is no one like you other than Branson who's coming in. All right. So mm-hmm. I, and by the way, yep. you want to talk about the biggest bandwagon fan of Branson? I'm I'm leading the charge, y'all. Okay. Like I have laid mm-hmm. claim to that. But Kendall, no one's gonna be like you, in which we need the death march. The Kirby Death March that is now being trademarked. You're That's it. Right. By buddy. this podcast. By this podcast. This, you're it. You that guy. You're that guy. Go out and get you some. Where we need 60 yards in five minutes and 30 seconds. And Kirby's gonna look to you. Monk's gonna look to you, which by the way, whew, Daniel, quick side note. Uh, mm-hmm. No news on Monk is good say news more. on Monk. Mm, say actually say less. Say less. Oh, yeah, about. say say. No words. Say less. Just, mm-hmm. just no words. That'd be great. Um, Kendall, I need you to get that death march mentality. I don't need you to break off 30-yard runs, it, which I hope you do. I need you to get 8, 10, 12, mm-hmm. 6. Mm-hmm. That's what I need on a consistent basis in this offense. I need it. I, I love that. And to be honest with you, I toyed around. I don't think I'm going to make him one of, one of my two names, but I toyed around with actually dropping Branson Robinson in this segment as a player that needs to step up. Um, I think he's going to be an instant impact player. The one thing that concerns me about Branson is that he is not currently on campus, not an early enrollee. And um, you know how Kirby loves that uh, spring practice. And so uh, you're going to be behind the eight ball coming into camp. Running back, though, is a position – that you can get up to speed quick, Clint. Yep. And so yep. while I expect Kendall Milton to be the starter going into the season, I expect him to get a lot of run. I don't expect necessarily that to change anywhere throughout the season. I think you're going to see more and more and more of this Robinson kid as the season wears on, and I think that's a very good thing for the University of Georgia. I'm actually going to go um, – I'm going to go to a receiver – but not a wide receiver. Mm. I'm going to go to Big O Mm. because um, I need more of this in my life. Okay. He is not an explosive play weapon, which analytical college football would tell you means that he is not one of your more valuable offensive uh, pieces. Now, I think certainly Big O can go for an explosive play. He can yes, certainly he can. run after catch, but mm-hmm. he's not Brock Bowers when it comes to the run after the catch. He does so he doesn't have that kind of uh, that kind of uh, impact on the offense. But the impact that Big O has on the offense is in that intermediate game. Mm. that gets you from explosive play to explosive play, Clint, that keeps you on the field on third down when it's third and five and you need a first down so you can get near midfield so you can try to take that that shot to Ladd McConkey. so you can try to take that deep shot, uh, so you can try to get Brock Bowers running, running wide open across the middle. You need these guys to be chain movers in this offense, and I think mm-hmm. – Next year, especially if Stetson is the, is the guy quarterback, 
George is going to need that more and more. Big O was injured at the beginning of last season uh, and, and then came on and played fine. Really played fine, played well enough. But I need more than fine this year out of Big O, to be, to be quite honest with you. I need, um, I need something more. I need him to assert himself and be a little bit uh, more of a guy that says, you have to throw me the ball because I'm that good when you do. And so I didn't feel that from him this year. I didn't feel like he was commanding the ball. Um, I need more of that for this offense to really click. So he's my first guy. I, I would love to see Big O take a step forward and really step up for this offense. Now, what's interesting about that, Daniel, is you want to talk about Big O needing to step up, but we have Brock Bowers at the same exact position. But I think I think if we look at how this offense was exploiting defenses before, it was the multiple levels of threat that really did it. That's right. Okay? That's right. And you have to have those multiple levels of threat. Uh, Jorge could have just at any point done just a, a go route and taken it off the top, which he did late in the season, opened up Brock on a couple of things down beneath. Um, even even early on in the season when when Stets had a, a safety net, Kyrus Jackson, these sorts of things, you have to have those. And Big O would be somebody that's a mismatched nightmare waiting to happen. It's explosiveness that we saw Cincy two years ago in the bowl game. Uh, that's going to be really, really key. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're going to come back with a couple more names of people that we need to set up, talk about. But first, Daniel's going to let you know about BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place that Clint and I go to place every wager that we want to place. If you're betting on the NBA, if you're betting on the NFL playoffs, conference championship games this weekend, um, if you are betting on hockey, the NHL is your thing, if you're betting on college basketball, uh, college football futures. You can get all the player props, all the futures, all of the early Heisman odds. By the way, Clint, mm. got a little got a little tip from the Weldon brothers. I got Ooh. both Weldon brothers on the horn, Ooh. and I hear from both Weldon brothers that why why wouldn't you just sprinkle a little bit on that Stetson Bennett Heisman line? Okay, now listen, you get a good chuckle out of that, maybe, if you're listening to the podcast. But go and look at some of the statistics. They bring up a lot of a lot of very interesting points. Go and look at some of the statistics. And now you guys, a guy like Stetson Bennett, who comes into the season with that name recognition. He comes into the season with all of that hype and buildup that some of these Heisman contenders have. You go to betonline.ag and you look at a little – Stetson Bennett Heisman future once that line comes out. All these bets, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, go there, enter the promo code locked on. You're going to get 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's free money with free which money, to guys. bet. Free money. You enter the promo code locked on. You, you make a deposit. They add money to your account on top of what you deposited. And there it is. You got a stew going, and all of a sudden you're betting on all kinds of sports. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts, and they're the only place that Clint and I trust to place our wagers online. GetUpside is the app that you need right now in your phone. It's on the iOS store. It's on the Android store. Right now, you get GetUpside. 
app. You go to the gas pump whenever you fill up that ATV, that RV, that truck pulling the trailer, the boat, the car, the Prius every three weeks. I don't know. I have no clue how many times you fill up a month in a Prius, Daniel. Who's to say? But who's to when, say? You, when you who, do fill up, when you, you do. typically do not drive very well. <laughs> on the, this is just my observation. Okay, this is just these okay. are the things I observe. You fill up with gas, uh-huh. and then you 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 drive erratically on the road. Okay, this That's is what good. I know. This is good to know. Um, GetUpside is the app that you need. Every time at the pump, you get 25 cents off per gallon every time you use the app. Right now, for those using the promo code SCORE, you can get 50 cents off per gallon when you fill up your very first time. So bring everything you can. Fill up at the pump for 50 cents off per gallon with the promo code SCORE at GetUpside app. All right, Daniel. Uh, You got another name for us. I do. I'm going to give you two for the price of one, Clint. Give it to me. You asked for it's like a Weldon Brothers special. It is like a Weldon Brothers special. Um, it's it's the offensive line, Clint, and the two names I'm going to give you are Broderick Jones mm. and Tate Ratlich, Clint. Now, okay. did you okay. forget? Did you forget? Way back when you remember. That was, was you a long and time I ago. were in, you and I were in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ooh, gosh, say more. Having a having just a whale of a time, having a heck of a time. Ooh. All right, we you had to carry me out of that stadium. <laughs> uh, we by the way, by the way, just really quick, we're yep. telling stories from that. Come a couple more at weeks in the point, off season, we're telling at stories. At some about point, that, that Wendy story is going to come out, and boy, never has there been a moment in my life that I was more sure that like an apocalypse had happened and I had missed it than than sitting in that Wendy's drive through. I, I literally, Daniel, it was the last helicopter out of Nam, and Daniel is just <laughs> throwing his hand to me, saying, "Save Save, me. save yourself, leave me." <laughs> Leave me. All right. All right. All right. Way back when, Tate Ratledge. Way back when, uh, first snap of this of this historic Georgia football season, um, Warren Erickson not out there on the field, Clint. No. Now, he played the entire season. Yep. But the first snap of the season, old Tate Ratledge is starting at right guard. Um, he gets hurt on the opening drive of the Georgia season. Um, blows out his knee, uh, has to have surgery. He misses the entire rest of the year. But Tate Rattledge is back. He has had a ton of time to recover. I don't know if he'll be a full go in spring practice. I imagine they'll take it maybe a little bit slow with him. But come next fall, Clint, you better believe this guy is going to be ready to take a spot. Lo and behold, Justin Schaefer, obviously gone, off to the NFL. There's guard spots. There's guard reps. For the taking, I expect Tate Ratledge to take one of those spots, and we need it. Clint, you mentioned a more run-heavy offense. We need it. We need this guy. And then Broderick Jones, this is your time. All right? You got subbed in in the national championship game, played very admirably in that game. Not the only game he played in throughout the course of the season. Broderick Jones gave Georgia some good minutes throughout the season. But he's the guy that you expect to lock down that left tackle spot. Clint. Right tackle, maybe a bit, maybe a bit up in the air. We'll see what happens over there. But uh, but Broderick Jones, you definitely expect to lock down 
that uh, that left tackle spot. Obviously, McClendon, maybe they move McClendon over to left tackle. I don't know, but I expect McClendon maybe to stay at right tackle and Broderick Jones. But those two redshirt freshmen, Clint, I think could be the key to Georgia's offensive line not being as good as it was last year. But I think they could be the key to Georgia's offensive line, particularly in the interior, being better than it was last year. Because I don't care what anybody says, Tate Ratledge, if he plays, is an upgrade over both guards that played last year. And I don't mean that as a disrespect to Justin Schaefer or Warren Erickson. Zero both, both guards that played last year, I think Tate Ratledge is an upgrade over both of them. Um, look, here's the deal. I, I don't hate that at all. Tate Rally just does need to step up. That interior offensive line, I love Mims. I love uh, McClendon. I love Broderick. I think those are going to be staples. Van Prance got his thing. But if we're going to have any success running this offense the way that we suspect we have to, guard play is going to be key. And if we have a solidified line like that, Daniel, again, I got a mm-hmm. national championship winning quarterback and that offensive line, bring it. Anybody, everybody, I don't care. Best tight end in college football. Good. Golly. A backfield full of t- full of studs, full of talent. I don't know, but Jermaine Burton transferred, Clint. What will we do, Clint? They stole him from us, Clint. You guys understand. I just I just need to let this be said before it happens. Y'all understand that Jermaine Burton has a high probability of not being the leading receiver on Alabama's offense next year? Like Y'all understand that, right, Bama? Like, I get that running back from G-Tech. Like, okay. Okay. Like, he's something. I, I get that. Yeah, he's he's something. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Jermaine Burton might not be leading receiver on his own team next year after transferring all that. Whatever. Um, look, I have one receiver. Daniel, I actually think, harkening back, this was your guy that needed to step up this year for us mm-hmm. um, last year. Okay. And that's... Rosemary Jack Saint. Hmm. Okay. He did that, not. He Spoiler did alert. not. This Spoiler. last year, he did not step up. I need him to step up because here's what he's going to bring to the table. That again, when we're talking, if Jermaine Burton has good route running, good intermediate stuff, but if you're taking, take the top off the, the defense, I got Arian Smith and I got A.D. Mitchell. Like, okay. And Lad McConkey. And Lad McConkey. I don't need no who, top. By top. the way, by the way, 125 yards receiving against Auburn with who is the quarterback? Who, who was the quarterback throwing it, throwing it to a hundred yard receiver? I was told you can't ever have a hundred yard receiver with Stetson Bennett and this offense and Todd Monken and the system. And okay, blah 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 Sorry. blah 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 blah. Stop. Every time. By the way, by the way, just fan coming mm-hmm. coming. Just <laughs> when when you talk about how it can't work with Stetson next year, all you're oh. telling us is this. Let me translate that for you. Okay. Kerbanese. I, I don't know football. That's what you've just there told me. Okay. okay. So free word of advice to you. Um, no, look, Rosemary is is needing to step up because here's why Brock is a is an explosive guy. Big O can be possession but explosive. But if but if we're talking blocking on the outside, big bodied blockers on the outside, when we're talking That's right. a, a comeback, when we're talking a dig route, when we're talking those sorts of things, mm-hmm. he's gonna be that that level arian smith lad mcconkey ad mitchell taking the top off brock bowers darnell 
going to be that. We need somebody in that dig, in that curl, in that 10 yards. We need that. And that's going to be Rosemary. I need him to step up to complete. I don't need him to be all world, but I need him to be competent. I need him to be a threat. I need him to take attention away from other people to make the whole picture on offense goes. That's my last name. He offers something that no one else has the ability to offer. There you go. In the Georgia wide receiving core. Now, you know, Eric, we talk about Eric Gilbert and speculation about that, but none of that is real right now. That's not real. That's only speculation or hope or whatever you want to call it, which as fans, we're very good at. Marcus Roseman Jack Saint offers something real. And the eight and the eight yard slant on third and seven that George Pickens would catch. That's Marcus Roseme Jack Saint territory this year. Like that's got to be you, bro. You got to be that guy that's going to catch that ball. It's going to be in a tight window. It's going to be coming in hot. There's going to be a guy draped all over your back, and you're going to have to come down with that thing the way that Jorge did. Now, listen, you don't have to be Jorge Pickens in all these respects. You don't have to sprint down the field and catch these deep balls that Jorge's catching. No, but that eight yard slant on third and seven, we need that. And that is something that Lad McConkey is not going to specialize in. A.D. Mitchell, not necessarily going to specialize in as much. You need a big body wide receiver, and um, he offers us that. All right, Clint and I will be back tomorrow. we got a bunch more to talk about. Uh, tomorrow is Friday, and we are bringing back uh, one of the favorite segments. Uh, we're going to play a little excited, nervous, don't sleep on for the offseason, just in case – you thought there was only ex- things to be excited about during the regular season. We're going to bring it back and do a little off-season edition. Clint and I will be back tomorrow. Hope you will join us, YouTube uh, and audio, wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you guys then. See ya.